listening to The Blessed Podcast with your host, Anna Tigre. Welcome back, everyone, to The Blessed Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Elaine Goodlad. That happens to be... You're, you're like my sister now. You're not even a friend anymore, Elaine. No, I graduated. <laughs> you, got, you got bumped. <laughs> Actually, it was really funny the other day when we were sitting at the gym, you, me, and Lulu, which is my Your sister, my sister. actual sister. Somebody came over and was like, are you three all sisters? And we were like, we paused. Yeah, kind of, yeah, I <laughs> think um, so. Yeah. <laughs> Those two have thick Brazilian accents and I'm their other sister. <laughs> and people don't realize that. They ask like, it all oh, the time. Well, you all have such curly hair. Well, <laughs> that makes us sisters. I guess we're sisters. <laughs> we're the curly sisters. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, but you know, we uh we just finished a three part series on abusive relationships if if you guys have not listened to it yet it has been incredible the feedback we've gotten from people that either needed to needed to hear or needed to hear to send it to somebody else and even quite a few people that said you know what listening to that made me strong enough to make a decision you know you really don't know who's going to be impacted by your by your podcast and what we need to do is just in faith you know speak on certain topics because there's always so many out there that can relate to you and you may not know how many till later and uh, any feedback that any of the listeners have or things that they would like to hear about feel free to email yes please do you know it's it's something that you know it's pretty vulnerable to be out there and share our life experience yet Yet over if, 50, you really don't care. <laughs> and that's just me. <laughs> well, the way I feel is if, if it happens, if, if it helps one person, then exactly. yeah, who cares? It's worth, it. yep. it's worth it. And on that note today, we're talking about something very personal, which is friendships later in life. And <laughs> the ones that make it and the ones that don't. <laughs> and why? And why? <laughs> and why sometimes we have to actually let go of people. And it's not easy, especially if you have a kind, giving heart and you, you know, you love people and you, and you care about them. It's not easy to let go. No, because when you are the giver and you have that kind, giving heart, it can take literally decades before you realize that some people out there that you would call your friends, some people are there just there to take. And if you're a true giver, you sometimes don't catch on for a long time that there's no give and take in that relationship. As far as you're concerned, you're doing what you do, but have you ever thought about how much that person gives back to you? Sure. And even since the very beginning, I know I had friendships in high school and college where I'd have somebody that would, for some reason, just glom onto me like like bo- like controlling boyfriends do. I had controlling girlfriends. Yes, and they would just bully me around, and I would let them. I I didn't actually feel like I had the right to stand up for myself. Right, and that that went for every aspect of my life. But it's really interesting because life is life teaches you lessons. Oh, yes. So you sometimes don't catch on to many things till later in life. But 
this particular topic, I've noticed, especially in my 50s, how many people I've been really comfortable just letting go. And, and honestly, <laughs> Which is, it's funny only because I know you so well. <laughs> and it's like, you are not the type of person that let friendships go. Like you are probably as a friend, you're probably one of the best people I've ever met. I mean, you really truly care about your friends you you check on them you do you do anything for a friend you know you really you are there for your friends and i know that um and i've known you know because i've known you for 12 years that i've seen a few people you let go and and how they were basically sucking the life out of you for a long time before you were even strong enough to make that no, decision. And I didn't see it even when you saw it. I didn't see it. Sometimes you would bring certain things to my attention. And if you're not ready to accept it, you don't really see it. Just like in love relationships. In love relationships too. But I think that um, here, here's here's what it boils down for me today. I look at all the friendships that I have in my life and I consider like I have some of the best girlfriends in the world mm -hmm. and I thought that I had actually a few more like I was one of those who had like a dozen amazing women in my life right and now that's that's narrowed a little bit but what I find and and again not that everybody finds this out when they're over 50 but this was just me when I find out or when I really look at my friends and I see the ones that reach out to me and check on me, and some of them are happier for me, mm -hmm. like birthdays and anything that would actually celebrate me, they're happier for me than I am, mm -hmm. <laughs> or more supportive of what I'm doing in my life or what I'm going through in my life. And that's one way you know that this is a true friend is people that reach out and truly do care. How are you doing? Yes. Because I know who I am. I'm, I'm the one who's going to, I'm the one who's going to drive across town 50 times a day to make sure everybody has what they need. Right. Uh, literally to a fault. Sometimes I realize Elaine, you have to take, you have to take better care of yourself. Right. But the friends that call you, you know, just reach out and say, you know, how are you? Are, are you okay? Or, I've got some friends that check on me. Okay, it's our weekly checkup. What's going on, Elaine? What What are you doing? Are you happy? Are you this? Are you that? And they truly want to know what's going on in my life. Yeah, uh, you know, and it, that's so true. And 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 another thing that I've noticed, and you know, it's easier to see that in others. So it's not to put a, you like you know as a as an example, but uh, for a long time you were single right and you you were dating the wrong guy so let's say there's always drama you know mm -hmm. like oh this is happening and that's happening and and so like there's a lot of people like out there for you because you know they want to be your saviors and things like that and then a few years back you met your current boyfriend it's been what three years over three years and you settle down there's no drama you know you're in a you're in a great steady peaceful relationship place. peaceful no drama and and then some of your girlfriends were missing the drama and kind of like annoyed because you were in a good place and if that's not a red flag i don't know what is because that right. is such you know people that want to see you weak they are not true friends well some people need you to need them right. in that way right. and that's what again that's another lesson i mean there are several lessons that i've learned over the years but that is another one is which ones 
thrived on my drama or the fact that I had drama. Sure. No matter what it was. Right. Maybe that empowered them because they felt like I was a mess and they weren't. Right. Who who knows what people are thinking. Yeah, we don't know exactly why. You just know... You just know their actions. Right. And then there then there are those friends where I realize I can go way back and they've seen me they've through it seen all. me through <laughs> everything you can imagine. Yeah. And some of them are still there and have always whether I made this decision or that decision or I was right or I was wrong, they said, you know what? I support you because I love you. Whatever you decide, mm-hmm. there's those friends. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, Hey, they've been here a really long time. Right. Because you don't, you know, you don't, again, you don't necessarily want people saying, Oh yeah. Yeah. Even if you make that decision, I'm, I'm with you. Sometimes you need a friend to say, you know what, Elaine? No, mm-hmm. that's a bad decision. That, that person is that's not me. <laughs> that is you. I'm looking right at you as I'm saying it. That it is, is me. I am you. that friend. You would go, listen, I understand how you feel about this, this, and this, but have you thought about this? And you're a very direct uh, friend and you're a very loving friend. So when friends like you, and I probably have maybe one other, two others like the, like you that will just say, you know what, Elaine, I love you to death, but listen, I think that I think you're making a mistake or I think you could do better than this, you know, and those friends that want to empower you, that's even better. I mean, that's, that's truly unconditional love that right. you will receive from a friend. And that's what you want. You know, you don't want somebody to just say, Oh yeah, no matter what you do, like you are right. You're right. Cause sometimes you're making a big mistake and without even realizing. Right. So I feel like my best friends are the ones that say, okay, but have you thought about this? Right. You know, how about that? And, uh, and it's always like, Hey, I'm going to be your friend no matter what you choose, but yeah, really stop and think that's about the it. Point right. It's because like, I know I made some bad decisions over and over and over again. Don't we all and my true friends? <laughs> so even though they'd say, Elaine, this is ridiculous. Right. I'd still make that same mistake and they were still right there with me. They weren't mad at me. They weren't, they, I mean, they're probably internally very frustrated. (laughs) They want to to smack me, (laughs) put me in the back of a car in a straight jacket, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, there's a really, um, there's all kinds of definitions of friends. And I think that as you, you literally have to go through life experiencing all kinds of friendships to understand why is this person my friend? Another thing, um, and actually it was Terry. He he told me this many, many, many year, moons ago. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, you always have to ask yourself, especially like if you're an attractive girl, if you're a fit girl, or if you've got anything, anything at all going for you that other people want, you have to ask yourself, why does this person, man or woman, I mean, it's easier when you see, why would this man want to be my friend? Sure, yeah. That's, a, that's an easy one. But why would this, why does this person want to be my friend? Mm-hmm. Ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you can't come up with a good, authentic, true blue friendship out of that answer, then you really do have to ask yourself, is this something because you're in a position they want? Are you... Are you friends with people they want to be friends with? Like, what is it that people want? Why does this person want to talk to me? Right. Because I did. I had some of 
uh, some people in the fitness industry that I thought, oh man, they're just such a nice person. And then I'd have someone clue me in and go, "Um, Elaine, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. I know that person. That person wants to be your friend because they really think you're somebody or whatever. And I was like, no, really? No. Who, Who thinks that way? Because I'm naive that way because that's not how my brain works. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not starstruck. I'm not going to be somebody's friend because they, they know Shaquille O'Neal. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. I'm not going to be someone's friend because of who they know or who they hang with. So I don't relate to that motivation, I guess. Yeah. And that's exactly it. You know, the person, we always want to see other people through our experience and our value system, Mm -hmm. but we need to understand that everybody's different. I find that that experience, especially like as as we age you know anyone even in your 30s 40s 50s beyond that's the reason why it's so hard to build new friendships because you have to go through a lot of different seasons in your life to really trust a friendship and for me one of the biggest red flags is if somebody wants to be my best friend so fast Mm -hmm. that's a red flag Especially now, like later on. Especially yeah. now, later in life. You know, that's that's high school, that's college, you know, that's the beginning of your life. It's That's very normal. But I think later in life, if somebody comes into your life, and even if you have a lot in common, yes, you have a lot in common to where you are now, but will that person be by your side if you make different choices, if you change career, if you gain weight, if you lose weight? You you see that so often. If you are a trainer, a personal trainer, or if you're somebody that has gone through a transformation, Mm. you know what we're talking about, where friends that you've known for years, and we're talking friends and even blood relatives as well, where they are uncomfortable with change. And so if you're, you know, if you go through a divorce, if you gain a lot of weight and you're, you don't look the same, if you lose a lot of weight and all of a sudden you're, you're fit and you're making very healthy food choices, it makes them feel bad about themselves and their choices, but they're not ready to change. And so they're going to try to put that guilt on you. That's something to watch. Your true friends are going to be like, you know what? I wish I had the willpower right now to make those changes in my life. But you know what? I'm so proud of you. And at some point, really popular one, actually, right? Mm -hmm. At some point, I want to use this inspiration to change my own life. So they take responsibility for their choices. They cheer you on and empower you, but they don't try to bring you down. Now, the the friends that are there for their benefit, they'll be the ones that say, you used to be so much fun and now, you know, you don't want to share the the pizza with me or the happy hour I come across that a lot with these girls that I that I do makeup and hair with and whatnot. And, and I'll see a girl struggling with the fact that she, you know, she did le- le- uh, lead a certain lifestyle and accumulated this whole circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden she stepped out and doing something different. They don't want her to be different. They don't want her to succeed. They don't want her to be fit and lean and happy and whatever. They just want her to be a par- part of their world. Right. And she has a hard time letting them go because she feels guilty saying 
oh yeah, I just don't do that anymore because right. then you feel like you're telling them that they should change and that they're doing the wrong thing. Yes. But hey, it is actually quite normal if you completely do a life-changing experience for yourself that you're going to be letting go of a lot of friendships along the way if they're not going to support you in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with you in changing what you're doing. It would be, you would be worse off if you just said, oh man, well, you know, they're asking me to go out this weekend, Letting so I guess down. I better go right. drink with them so they're happy. If someone needs you to come drink and party with them so that they are happy, right. they're already the wrong friends. I mean, that's right. a huge flag. Right. But or if they someone, start guilt, guilt tripping you and saying, oh, you have no more balance in your life. Or, right. you know, what is balance? Balance is finding what makes you happy. Exactly. Now, on the one hand, you could still go, let's just say you decide to go out with them. Mm -hmm. Everybody's drinking and partying and doing what they do. Mm -hmm. And you decide not to, but you're, you're there with them just to get a few laughs in and whatever. Right. Fine. If everybody's kind of, oh yeah, you know, that's her. She's not going to drink, but you know, we're just glad you're here. Whatever. Exactly. But- Anybody who's sober <laughs> and living a cleaner lifestyle and you're hanging around a bunch of people that do that, you realize pretty fast you just don't belong there. You don't fit there. Yes. And it's not fun being the only sober person in the room and everybody else is drinking and having a good time. No, and, and here's the thing. Uh, I think friendships, you know, um, it, it's just, just like anything in life. Uh, every person has a set of, of beliefs and um, we have to respect each other and we have to be able to be ourselves and we have to be able to be ourselves with our friends. So, for example, it happens often when you're single and then one of, one of the people get married or get into a committed relationship. And then all of a sudden that other person doesn't have their partner, you know, to go out anymore. So they're like, Hey, let's do a girl's night out. And, and, and I'm not judging anyone by saying this. I'm just saying for me personally, I don't do girls night out. Like I'll go out Depending for lunch. Depending on what that means. Right, right. No. And no, and that's the thing. It could I'll, be getting a pedicure or a lunch with a girlfriend. That's exactly right. it. What I mean is going to a bar yeah, or no. going to a late night. You that's know, disrespectful to your partner. It's disrespectful and you're putting yourself out there, you know, trying for attention or whatever it is. But even if you're not, you're going to get that attention because right. of the place you're going. That's merely right. the whole function. So that's something that some people do and that works for them, you know, but they have to have, or they don't have to. The people in my life are the people that respect the fact that I don't, I choose not to do that. If they're not okay with that, if they're not okay that I'm available to get coffee, I'm available for a workout, I'm available for even for like an early dinner, not that I'm really, that I really am because, you know, nowadays with three little ones, right. but then, then they don't have a place in my life because they are not respectful of that, you know, and let's not go too far. If I'm living the life I have now with three little ones in a, in a business, in an incredibly busy lifestyle. If I get a babysitter, I'm going to go out with my husband. Exactly. You know, <laughs> because 
what kind of wife Dave nights are rare right as it is. would i be you know and so that those are my priorities i'm not judging other people's priorities everybody has a different relationship and, and different priorities and all of that but i have noticed uh that in my life uh with relationships you know any time in my life i've been in a committed relationship and then after becoming a mom that you know you have a whole list of friends that are all happy for you until that happens and then the reality of raising kids and in the time commitment and the changing schedules and they just one by one they 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 leave your life yeah anytime that the focus narrows one more step in in one direction and your focus is extremely narrow your free time is almost non-existent sure i know because i'm here and our free time is when hey you want to take the kids to the yeah. bouncy house gym and we're right. getting a workout? That's our fun time. And right. we'll actually sit in the coffee shop and have visit. the best coffee of your life. <laughs> exactly. Visit and go, man, we really had a good time, didn't we? And then, okay, let's go work out. But no, it's just your focus will narrow and then you will find out who. And, and granted, there's probably some who still would like to be there as a friend, but they realize you're just living a really busy life. Right. And of course, they have their own life too. So you may might not see each other as much but absolutely you have those not that well i can't be her friend anymore she never has time she's not for available yeah right. it, it shouldn't be that right well and in you know i i think and then you go one step further and we're foster parents so there's the you know the the stress and the drama that comes with that is that's just the reality of it and i think a lot of people are just not ready for that which i understand it, it was our choice and not their choice for their life but if i'm over here crying over losing their friendship i'm missing out on the fact that you know what they were in my life for a season mm -hmm. and now it's time to let go because mm -hmm. i'm growing and god is taking me in a different direction right you know i have different plans for my life that are going to fulfill me now what they have for their life it's a different path and it's it's a respectful way to let go i think we run into a problem when that other person doesn't want to let go or be like let go right right um and they want to make you feel like you're the bad guy right yeah and you've encountered Again, that no, these are answer these are answers to questions mm -hmm. this is a really quick and easy way to find out who's really truly there for you because as your focus narrows the ones that are still there for you at the end of that race they're your friends sure so you know and i get it i mean the differences in the but the people who are truly happy for you like you you know people that check in on you all the time oh, how yeah. are the kids you know and that's the conversation because they realize your life has changed so that's the new conversation right if they don't want to know about your kids and all they want you is to find please find some time to spend with me right that's just weird when you think about it <laughs> right. because then that's all about them sure and i don't know i think that like me, for instance. Okay, I'm living, I've never had children of my own. Mm -hmm. I am in a relationship where it's just really peaceful. There's no drama. I live in Boca Raton part of the time. Yep. And I'm living that um, retired life. I'm living that children have left the nest kind of life. Right, right. So for me to come here 
Yep. And be immersed in the land of children, <laughs> of <toddlers>. literally, <laughs> land of toddlers. We're talking bouncy house gyms and play and, and tantrums, tantrums and coloring and asking a million questions all day long, every day. I didn't sign up for that. That's right. not even what I chose. Right. But the kind of friend that I am, and I will find my balance because like I'm here a lot that I have to find my balance. Yep. I respect what you guys are doing, what you've chosen to do. Right. Am I not going to be your friend anymore because I'm choosing a completely different, quiet, carefree, have no kids kind of life? Right. No. Right. So I, I get, and, and I laugh about this a lot. I've actually laughed about it with Terry. I've laughed and you know, I'll, I'll watch the kids while you go out to get some things done. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening here? I didn't sign up for these kids. And here I am babysitting and, you know, I am really enjoying it too and because no, they're and, so, and, so precious. But and the beautiful part of that is that you truly have embraced it, and they have embraced you. Like you are truly their second mom. Like auntie, you know, and we know that because when we leave the house, there's no drama. They are so happy to spend time with auntie. And if you think about it later in life as you said you've never had children you are going have to have right. these children that love you like like a mother and you we've we talked about that you know kids it takes a village and it, the fact that sometimes kids are more comfortable talking about certain things to a close relative than their own parents you know i remember mm -hmm. i i used to share some of my secrets with my my brother's wife now at the time she was his girlfriend and you know because i felt safe and, and right. like that and maybe not as not so much with my mom and right. i think that's very common and it's so it's such a blessing to them so if you allow yourself but yet all the time i say elaine go do your day because i know like i know how taxing it can be and i know you didn't sign up for this and i know how given you are that you will be here 24 hours a day helping me out with everything if i you know if i don't remind you hey you need me time you need to go and spend the day with your girlfriends and usually she comes back a few hours later <laughs> you know, like oh i'm missing something yeah. over there <laughs> and that's the truth i i do have to i i had to actually find my balance because the way i am mm -hmm. if if you need me or whatever you know i'm going to be there right. but i do I, I do need those times when i just i have silence yes i have a nap right i, I go out and have lunch with and, a friend and that's or whatever the thing um you know do I need you 24 hours a day? Like this is a, a, a bottomless pit, you know, mm -hmm. with three kids, like as soon as you're done cleaning, it's dirty. As soon as you, there's, there's always something to do yet me as a friend, yeah, you have, I have to think about you as a friend before you have to tell me I'm over it. I'm moving out, you know, right. no, but not no, even but that. You is, always uh, it, notice because you can see a look on my face. Yeah. I'm like, you know I'm what? Tired. I recognize that. Look, you're tired. Yeah. Go, go have lunch with your girlfriend, go out, you know, and do your thing. Like you don't have to be here. Friends take care of each other. Right. That's the whole point. It's not about taking and taking and taking without ever, you know, recharging and, abusive relationships we go back to that to that mm -hmm. topic they are just as common 
and in girlfriend relationships or family romantic relationships right? or family relationships it, yeah. it is just like the correlation i hate using this example but i will people that mistreat animals are 90% more likely to mistreat people kids and True, adults because there's a nature to take advantage of or there's a nature to neglect or there's a nature to do whatever Hurt. people yeah. do yeah yeah absolutely and it's the same thing with friendships people that are abusive or that have been abused are going to have the tendency to be controlling abusive friends and controlling abusive partners so if you if you find yourself you know out of a romantic relationship that has been controlling or abusive really start watching yes be very careful for the the, the realistic friendships that you have like around you that aren't romantic relationships that these that people are not taking advantage of you and taking you for granted. Exactly. And ask yourself too, okay, I know, look at yourself first. Say, okay, who am I and what do I have to offer? Mm -hmm. When you know what you have to offer as a friend, ask yourself what all the people in your life are doing. What are they offering you? Because any relationship that you have, no matter what kind of relationship, family, friends, romantic, they have to enhance your life mm -hmm. some way. Mm -hmm. If people don't enhance your life, life is too short to live like that because life is very, life is very dramatic. Life has its ups and downs. It has, you know, you got a lot of emotions that you run on a daily course. So you need someone who can brighten and lighten up your day. You need someone who can enhance your life. See when you're having a hard time and say, Hey, what can I do for you? You look right. like you're, you know, that's, those are friendships. So really ask yourself what you give and what do people give back to you? Because you want to surround yourself with the right kind of people that do enhance your life. I think you wrapped it up beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> <And on that laughs> note, thank you for listening to the Blast Podcast. And we will be back next week with another episode.